2: I'm going to walk straight into the microphone again. I'm no. <laughs> okay. a bit grumpy. Are you grumpy? Yeah. Oh no, why? I need to go for my bike ride, Lulu. And you've been so long. I've been working. I, haven't had my,
3: I didn't have my time for my bike ride. And I, I'm only. I'm grumpy when I don't have my bike ride.
2: Yeah, but you could have gone for yeah, your bike I need ride all my day. my bike ride. Yeah. Okay, you're on the phone though, aren't
3: you? Well, at one, one
2: point, Yeah. says... Mrs. Phone Call Montague. <laughs> you have a nice chat with everyone every day. You even call your next-door neighbour. Don't even bother to go round. No, two doors away. Yes, yeah, OK, two doors. <laughs> Which is this section now? The quote section. All right. Well, it, it hasn't changed. It oh. hasn't changed right, at all. OK, we'll do it then. A mother is not a person to lean on, but a person to make leaning... Ne- unnecessary. Read it again, that was yeah, hopeless. Yeah, okay. A mother is not a person to lean on, but a person to make leaning unnecessary. I still don't
3: understand it. I well, still don't get it.
2: <laughs> well, currently you're leaning a little bit on me because you're upset about your bike ride, but that could that's totally have been leaning in your hands. That's not leaning on you, that's
3: just saying I'm a little bit grumpy because I want to go on my bike ride, that's all I said. And I said I'm terribly sorry, but yeah. we do have work to do. Yeah,
2: you were on a phone though. What? No, we're not going, to <laughs> just going round in circles. <laughs> um... Okay, what do you think about this leaning? Um, Well,
3: I think, but but, hang on, but a person, uh, a mother is not a person to lean on, but a person to make leaning necessary.
2: Unnecessary?
3: Unnecessary.
2: So if I I do this,
3: (laughs) how do you feel? Leaning on me very heavily, listeners. How do you
2: feel? (laughs) Not very
3: happy. Okay. But but that's how a mother feels. But then obviously I don't need to When children are growing up, that's how a mother feels, isn't it? She feels like a responsibility, but she wants to do it. You know, yep. mother will want to do that, to take responsibility. Take but, my
2: weight. But I don't want to my take My emotional anguish. Now. <laughs> <laughs> my emotional feelings and of course, anguish. Of when we talk
3: to Gemma, we can always, we can make it sound like, I really, really want you to lean on me and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 is is that, well, well, that's
2: bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> so yeah, it's so, a sort of,
3: I don't, I've, yeah, I, I, I guess if it's saying if a mother does a really good job, then, you know, the daughter doesn't lean on them eventually. Yeah. I guess, or vice versa. But, um, Maybe I
2: am leaning on you. Are you? This has opened up all realms of thought.
3: Well, that's a real, you know.
2: I love that how a lot of the times I've heard a couple of the episode, these episodes back and I can't quite listen to them because my thoughts never get quite completed. Why? I don't know, and you do the same thing. She so you went, well, that's an... Um, <laughs> <just> let, <laughs> let, the, <laughs> let the air I'm, just I'm gonna, fill in I was going to the... say,
3: that's a can of words. <laughs> what I <was> say.
2: <laughs> but it's fine, Libby. Let's move on what? from the quote. I know. I find it's, the quote a bit hard to well, talk to you about. you this whole quote thing. Well, I just so thought it was a good... burden I thought... <laughs> Well, you hate it. But sometimes it is... I mean, we don't finish our sentences. Well, so do you think that I these brought... These quotes are finished. Do you think I brought you up
3: so that you don't lean on me unnecessarily?
2: <laughs> oh, I think I definitely lean on you unnecessarily. <laughs> Which means I failed. Yeah. But the problem yeah. is we, t- we talk to each other about too much stuff. Yeah, well. Yeah, you're like, hey, Liv, so you write this text message for me? N- no, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. I absolutely don't. I don't, you little what? shit. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you smiling? Yeah. No, I don't. I write all my own text messages. So, do you think you're like the type of person to be lent on? Well, I mean, when you were a little girl or a baby, I mean, you
3: lent on my shelf, didn't you? Shelf? Well, shelf. The shelf. What shelf? I was on my shelf?
2: I've got a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes Mm. leaning is necessary, right? Like, from my point to you. Not in like a kind of actual movement way, just in like a things out of my control I will maybe need help with. Right. Um, I mean, not that I have any examples right now off the top um, of my head. Well, I've got
3: one actually. When you were learning to drive because your dad wouldn't do it.
2: Oh, no. um,
3: You couldn't get your clutch control right. No. You, it kept stalling, right? And so mm-hmm. um, you kept blaming me, and I would get more and more irritated. I you? think
2: you were putting me off. No, yeah, I like, was
3: that's so. Right. Well, yeah, that's exactly what you thought. Was so, so eventually, <laughs> sure. I was banned from the car. You know, with an L plate outside the car. Can you imagine? <laughs> And um, she, you know, kept on stalling. So she said, "I was watching her," and so I had to turn the other way because she was still stalling. So eventually, I looked the other way, and she was still stalling. And then I eventually just bursted. I was going, "Get out, go away,
2: go away! You're not helping." I know, I know. But then then what happened, Libby? You say I? Well, well then you laughed so. Like the more, the more shit I was, the more you, like actually. Laughed so much that you weed yourself in a in a bush. You did. And then it made me laugh so much. You 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 were going, Oh no no but, 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 but what did and then I and then I was like I was and then I started laughing so I was like this is absolutely Yeah, but ridiculous. what did the mother of Jesus do
3: eventually? What did the mother of Jesus do eventually? Well,
2: you had to drive the car. because right. I, I drove then laughed the so much that I had to go and have a wee. Yeah, and I couldn't breathe. Well, that was it. Yeah. yeah so okay, fine. So, yeah, so, yeah, I definitely okay, need. Well, yeah. we would have been in that road forever if it. We would have been in that road forever. Trust yeah. me, we would have been in that well, road no, forever. No, I'm very aware. <laughs> <laughs> very aware that we would have been there forever because I yeah. just couldn't get it. And I was so convinced it was you that was putting me you off. You were completely
3: convinced yeah. it was me, yeah. But, but then, see, I used to stall on a hill, and the car used to go back. Backwards. Oh my
2: god! See, it's so horrible, ter-
3: terrifying, horrible, horrible. I would like to say
2: now we are far. Well, I am a far better driver. Well, I think driver. I am too, except for when, when we have
3: bad days and we can't park, and so yes. yeah. we sit there quietly, and then you say to me,
2: "I'll do uh, it." <laughs>
3: I'll do it, or I say, but "It's I'll always do when it. the
2: other person's driving." <laughs> it's like, but <laughs> like if we're sharing it, if we're in the car together, and one of us will go. And the road, our road will have like a really tiny space, and we'll both look at each other and go, Oh God. Just no, think, no, no, it's just. Do a, you want to do no, it? It do happens out in the blue. It's like a yeah. left
3: winger. It's like a bad period day. And then we, we go for it really confidently. No, no, we go for it really promptly. You don't think there's going to be a problem. And then suddenly, just one day, you can't do it. Yeah. And you do it again and, and again, again and again, <laughs> and, again and, and again. it gets
2: to the point where one of us will end up going, Do you want to just. Do you want to swap? I'll do this that's one that's right yeah I'll do I'll do this yeah, one right, okay. hey so we both lean on each other we both lean parking. on each other yes that's great when we're not amazing so we found parking? something in common yeah god it's wonderful so successful quote yes
3: I think this week it's a successful quote yes, well chosen yes in. yeah very good have got ten seconds to decide. We have to have the stopwatch. And if you don't get it, then you've lost.
2: Oh, what? So you're just going to choose... You just choose, like, one... Multi- I'm so bad at maths. One... Multi- <laughs> I just come across like an absolute bloody moron when we do this. Let's do it. If it
3: doesn't work, let's just do it. <laughs> okay. So, basically, we've got a timer. Have you got the timer?
2: Okay, I can get Yeah, a stopwatch. Get a stopwatch. Okay, a stopwatch. So can I just... Um, Felicity has come up with the activity yeah, for this week. Uh-huh, and yeah. she wants to do times tables. Yeah. And the only reason she wants to do times tables is because I am... Almost numerically dyslexic. Well, I
3: may not be very good either. So let's just see. I just thought it was quite interesting to um, test our brains, maybe sharpen them up a bit in this lockdown. We need a bit more, you know.
2: Can you give me like really? Okay, no, hang on. on. You haven't got. You've got.
3: to We've got to time it.
2: Libs. Okay. Yeah, I can time it. Okay. All right. Stopwatch. Okay.
3: Okay. Yeah, stopwatch. This is stopwatch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The first one, Libs is um, seven times six.
2: I and I until I sick on the floor. Eight, four, seven
3: five, times six, six is 64. Seven, eight, nine, ten.
2: uh No. Right, no, I've got that wrong. Okay. I thought that was the... That I know, I know two one times nil. tables that one have nil. rhymes.
3: Okay, seven times six is eight. That's uh, 42. Oh, my God, I'm
2: so bad. Right, your turn, please. You didn't do the stopwatch. Okay. You flustered, um, darling. Yes, I did. I'm, I'm panicky because I'm very bad at adding in my head. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Right, come on, let's just get Okay, really hang on, hang on, okay. okay.
3: It's me now. Yeah, I know it's you. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah,
2: okay, eight times nine. 10 seconds is quite a long time. You gave me at least. one a... Oh, hang on. Let me just get my.
3: I don't think it's right. I, t- I panicked. You see, that was panic.
2: <laughs> 72. Oh,
3: for God's sake. <laughs> Why did I panic? I, didn't, I don't think you even well, gave you me, me. I don't think on? you even
2: gave me 10 seconds. On, me, yes, I did. I counted. No. Yes, I counted. <laughs> what, did you ask me? what
3: number did you ask me?
2: 8 times 9.
3: Yeah, that's annoying. Okay. Right. <laughs> yeah, me... I panicked. I mean, I overdid yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Libby, um, You ready? That no. cheat you cheated, <laughs> right, you cheated. <laughs> My daughter cheated. Now I'm gonna change that now. It's only because I she see was it. looking. No, oh, that's she's so such annoying. a cheat, it's disgusting actually. Um, okay, Olivia. Um, and go. Seven times twelve.
2: Oh Jesus, these are meant to be seventy seven. No, that, okay, no, 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 no! It's, no so you can't huh, change it. It's 80, 10 seconds 80, now. It's, 84. It's got,
3: well done, you got there, but it was too late. So that's um
2: oh. that's. uh Is that She's too? She's not even a loving mother. You don't even give me like. <laughs> a, do you know
3: what, darling? Well done. Okay, I, okay The next one will be so easy peasy. You'll get, and then we'll we'll we'll. we'll, we'll okay. What's the score? I don't even know what the score is. Well, it's currently nil nil. Uh, no, it's not. I got the first one right, didn't I? No you didn't. Oh right, okay, I didn't know. Nil nil. Okay, okay. alright, fine, thank you. Alright. Okay. okay? Come on, Flisty, come on, Flisty, come on, Flisty, you okay. can do it. Just like you <laughs> failed in Mastership. You can do it. You can do it. You know you okay. can do it.
2: Uh, ready? Yep. Six times nine.
3: Fifty four. Is
2: it Right. It's fifty four. It? It's
3: fifty
2: four. Oh god, I have to make it in my it is fifty four. Right, okay, that's so really that's good. two one. No, it's not two one. You like you literally oh, create okay, points right. every nil. time. It's actually getting on my tits a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the same thing every time. Okay,
3: alright, okay. let's, let's go it is I- one I'll nil. count it. Okay, it's one nil. All
2: right, Lily. I'm really glad you're not showing yourself up and how competitive you are.
3: Eleven times eleven. Oh,
2: bloody hell. Hundred
3: and ten. Three, four. No, hang on. Five, oh my god, what's going six, on? Seven, eight, nine. One nine, eleven. Ten. Oh damn. Yay. Two, one all. It's the panic.
2: It's the panic. <laughs> I can't. It's the panic oh, I'm that sets in, this. and I just like my brain oh, just on, turns into on, just obviously. complete mud. All right, okay, okay, okay. Now okay. yeah, your turn, right? Okay. okay. Don't look. I okay, I'm not looking. Okay, twelve times seven. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, 84. Six. Oh. Okay, you've won. Have we? Have we got any more to go? No, we've done three each. Oh, so it's two one. Yes, it's two one. All right, Libs. Congratulations. Thanks nice for it. coming. Yep, fine. Thanks, darling. Thanks for okay. bringing the worst activity ever. Well, I don't know. You deliberately did it because you know I'm bad.
3: I used to have a teacher. Uh, I think her name was Miss Goggin. One times one, one times two <laughs> is... I'm oh, come on, Montague. One times two is two. Two times two is four. Oh, it's just like too much. Six times six is thirty-six. Seven times six is, it, is forty-two. Is well, they is used to it? do it on the blackboard. They'd write it up on the blackboard and we'd have to, we'd have to do it after them. Eight times six, because we, we used to do them in the classroom. Drill them, yeah. Did you used to do them in the classroom? Well, I think I
2: was meant to. Yeah. I think I was always making fairies or, like, I don't oh, know, drawing. Yeah. I just I look at a number and I freeze. Right, well, next
3: time you think up the activity. I always yeah. do.
2: This is your first (laughs) one. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. Thank you very much for that humiliating experience. Thank you, Miss Nixon. You're welcome, Miss Montague.
0: This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June.
3: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Just recovering
1: from that sneeze. Okay,
2: darling. So this week, we have the brilliant Gemma Whelan. Gemma Whelan, yeah. yeah. Um, who is doing a range of fantastic TV shows. She's been in Game of Thrones, um, Killing Eve, uh, Gentleman Jack, Jack, yeah, Yeah. yeah. and then Uh, Emma, the movie Emma, yes, yes, Emma, yeah. Carry on. Well, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just. Oh, no, no. betting you. I'm uh, yes, kind of that's like... great. I just thought you had more in the in the pipeline. Oh, yeah, and well, I'd like to say something for a change. Well, yeah. When, yeah. So um, you? She was currently
3: <laughs> in the West End show Upstart Crow, which was at the Guildford Theatre with David Mitchell, which got, had great reviews, and she got particularly good reviews. Um, and
2: it, they had to shut it down, which was such yeah. a shame. I was going to go and see
3: it. I texted. I well, and... might be
2: seeing it in the new. Yep. Definitely. The new normal.
3: You'll be seeing 221 it. Two twenty one with masks on my face. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Two yeah. meters away from anyone else. Yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's see. And fingers crossed, we can see theatre again. You just overtook me there. Oh, so sorry. Really no, no, I didn't. I just matter. I it thought it was a matter. conversation.
3: Hey, I'm just going to go downstairs anyway to do something, so it doesn't matter.
2: Why are you going downstairs oh, well, to do something? Well, I just thought I might go downstairs. No, don't go downstairs. You've got to do well, an interview. No I'm obviously not needed here, am You I? absolutely are needed. Oh, my God. This whole quote is because I'm. you're essentially currently making me want to lean on you.
3: Why would you lean on
2: me? Because you're going, I'm not needed. I'm not needed. I'm not needed. Oh, <laughs> switch it off. Switch it off.
3: So, let's introduce... <laughs> Gemma Whelan. Hi Gemma. Thanks hello, ever Gemma. so much for coming on the on, uh, Mother Daughter Manual. Um Hi guys. Because Gemma and i Yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah Gemma and I have known each other now how long? A long time, right? Uh
2: sixty
1: five seven years, six
2: or seven years? Yeah, I think so. Seven years, I reckon, yeah. 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 I think I met you, Gemma, when I was still at uni.
1: Yes, you were still at uni. Yep, yep, yep.
2: And now I'm old. Do you remember do you remember Very we old. went on that?
1: <laughs> I often think of this, especially when there's been thunderstorms. Do you remember when we went <laughs> when we were driving home from Bristol to <laughs> To your mum's house, and there was, there was a terrible, terrible electric thunderstorm. Oh we all thought we were going to die. Yes, I do. Oh, I do remember that. Your mum was so I've calm. i completely blanked that
2: out of my mind. Yeah. Were you calm? Okay, I was, I was, yes, I was yes, calm.
3: Yes, you really were really calm. stick up for
1: me. Yeah, you were really oh, calm. That's yeah.
3: so, I but think, that's right. I think it, we, sh- were in the,
1: we were in the back Googling, can you get electrocuted on a motorway from lightning? But <laughs> there was some confusion over can the rubber tyres. in a
2: car? <laughs>
1: I, I know but i was i
3: was actually panicking internally but i thought if i betrayed that conveyed it to you guys it would make it worse because honestly i just drove at 10 miles an hour didn't i yeah you were the mummy you were the mummy you had to step up uh, yeah i was the yeah i well I, I rarely step up to the mark gemma so well, um, how appropriate for this podcast <laughs> that i recall a motherly moment
0: <laughs> well,
3: oh, it's you, very gemma. appropriate she's a good friend you see <laughs> she is she yeah. is okay here we go gemma all right a mother is not a A mother is not a person to lean on, but a person to make leaning unnecessary. Dorothy C. Fisher. Oh,
1: nice. (laughs) Yeah, isn't it? A mother is not a person to lean on, but who makes... a person to make leaning unnecessary. Leaning unnecessary.
3: Oh, that's very good. I'm not entirely... It's very good, but it's it's convoluted. Um, We spent quite a lot of time thinking about it. You am a bit baffled, though. You are a think. bit baffled. <laughs> <laughs> are think you? That you might be able to elucidate. Well, I, I guess what it, for me what it says is that um, uh, if a mother's done the right job, then a the daughter doesn't lean on them in later life. I don't know. What do you think, Gemma?
1: I, I think it, uh, for me, I feel like it means that uh, the, the mother uh, makes you and grows you and nurtures you in a way that you can stand alone. And okay in life on your own two feet on your own two feet exactly that like you don't so you can fly
2: that Mm.
3: it's
1: nice to have her in the background but you don't need her anymore and that's really healthy I think to need people is quite uh, it's 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 just great to be able to stand and be independent and know like this morning Frances, for the first time ever fed herself her breakfast and she said look I can do it I not need mummy anymore. And I said, that's <gasps> right. And I, like, of course, my impulse was like, oh, you do need mummy. You need mummy forever. But I, I stopped myself, obviously. <laughs> and was like, that's right. You don't need mummy. Mummy showed you. And, and now you can do it. That's brilliant. Um, Fantastic. Oh, but yeah, well, just well done for those stopping small, yourself. Small letting goes that are really to be celebrated, but can be quite painful as well to see the chick fly, so to speak, to use a very yeah, deep metaphor. Can... <laughs>
3: Well, it is. It, it 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 can. I'm absolutely sure, and I know it's it's painful to let children fly, but also it's thrilling when they do fly. That's that that's the thing, and I, and I guess your mother did a very good job because you you're very independent, and and um, you, God, are you flying, Gemma?
1: I, amazing, do, I do feel very well equipped, actually, by both my parents. I feel like I've got a a, a little bit of skill in, like I can. Weirdly, I could—I could, obviously not weirdly—but I can change a fuse, I can change a plug, I can rewire it. I, I could mow the lawn. Sorry,
2: hang on, hang uh, on, Gemma. You can change a fuse.
1: Yeah, I that change is, a fuse, that's, that's rewire, I can. rewire a
2: plug. I can, like, I'm quite handy. What the hell? And, and, Lissy, why haven't you taught me how to change a plug? Well, oh because no. I can't myself. <laughs> oh, no. What have I done? Well, no, Gemma, that's thought, amazing. But
3: Gemma's quite technical, aren't you, Gemma? I mean, you're quite, um, you're on top of all that kind of logistical nonsense. I, like, um, I really
1: like working things out and uh, being able to do something. And I feel like I was given that by my mum and dad, that they made hmm. sure that I could do things, I think. I, I often reflect now on, like, they really said we, we had to do a lot around the house we had to do chores and we had, and we learned the value of money and i'm sure lots of people did this but I, it's, again it's only something you really come to when you really get a bit older and think god i really feel practically equipped and if i if i don't know the answer then i do call my mum and lean on her or google
2: um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the other mother yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean I've been very
3: unpractical most of my life but actually uh, my father was very practical and all my three brothers in the army are very practical yeah uh, my sister's log- logistical but in the last sort of six or seven years I've been ama- uh, you know I've really been teaching myself how to mend stuff and how to and I just because I'm, 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 I'm you know I'm quite clumsy and uh, I just keep Walking away, and then I walk back, and I've I've found it enormously um, uplifting.
1: It's really satisfying, isn't it, to to do something yourself? Yeah.
3: So, Gemma, That's... I've got a I've got a question to ask you. Uh, and forgive us if you you know, don't want to answer this, but we we know that it's been documented that you you say publicly that you suffered from anorexia, and I know as a friend of yours that you you, you did, and you you overpowered it, and you um,
1: uh, you, you have said in quotes, and you said to me, you know, you've become fearless. That that qu- quote was it, it sort of it was a nice pithy headline. Um, I'm. Uh... I think what I meant by that is that, having gone through the sort of the hospital treatment and recovery process and 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 whatnot, I felt like I'd wasted so much time that I really felt a bit fearless about just getting on and living i suppose so saying yes to everything and knowing that I could manage it um, but I'm certainly not a fearless person in many aspects of my life i'm I, i'm i'm well i'm not- also i'm not frightened i just um I'm not two feet first all of the time, but I do have quite a gung ho approach to life now, and I think that is definitely as a result of of feeling like I didn't live for a lot of my teenage years fully and and vibrantly as I and I as I could have That's done. It's very sad in a way. You feel that, so you but... want
2: to like jump in. I remember you telling me years ago, um, you I, and it's always stuck with me. You sort of said, you know. You you worked at the Actors Centre for a while, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. Is that right? Yeah, and you always said to me, all oh, the on oh, Mondays, I, I'd sit down and I'd do, I'd shove out all my emails and I wouldn't care and I'd just get them. I'd just email, email, yeah. email, and then I'd do any class I possibly could, no matter if it was mime, if it was cli- uh, clowning, if it was, yeah. I guess, yeah, you're so right. I think a lot of us maybe... Who, you know, didn't have an experience like yours where you feel like you missed out. They're a bit like, oh well, I'm not sure if that's for me, and we're a bit, bit more cautious. But I think you know, when you feel like you've missed a big section of your life, you just think, do you know what, I'm yeah. just gonna do everything, just and go that, for it. That, say that yes actually to links everything. really well with that.
1: So, if fearless in the yeah. way of of saying yes to everything and, and going for it, and just you know, that 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 kind of um, way I, I live my life now. It's not something that's. It, it just seems to have happened to me. I don't consciously live my life that way. I just I. I I think that's my disposition now. Um
2: I love that I love that that was a headline. Was it a headline in an article? Yeah, it was.
1: It was it was in a, the gar- <laughs> it was in the style magazine or somewhere some press I did re- relatively recently actually. Um but yeah, my fear or my hope for Francis would definitely be that she could live her life for sort of full of color and experience and vibrancy and and uh yeah, I, th- I, th- I think my, my hopes and my fears would be similar to any parent of, of a small child that they, yes, of course, live mm-hmm. ha- happily and fully and get fulfilled somehow. And I don't have a, yeah, I, I don't have any kind of strict imaginings of what she, how she'll be educated or what she'll be. I, I, I hope that we, she'll will sort of find out together as we go. And, and, yeah, I don't know. It's probably quite an idyllic thing when we we end up with uh, no schools available to her. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the catchment area. But for now, you know, let's all live in the forest. <laughs>
3: yeah, I remember when um, Olivia was little and I hadn't thought about a school, uh, you know, and then suddenly I met mother saying, oh, yes, we're down for five schools. You oh, know? I know. And the daughter was, the baby so was just pressure. born.
1: Yeah, yeah. And my,
3: my my feeling was, I said to Alan, uh, their father, I said, I said, how can that possibly be? How would you know what kind of school would suit your child?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um,
3: and, yeah. I, and I think that I think you're right to go on the the, the Hof because I think that it's it's you know you see what your daughter's good at, you see the kind of friends that she's attracted to, you look at the school, the nature of the school, and I think that you can only do these things. And if you if you start shoving your child into a, a makeshift pattern that you suits you, yeah, it it sure will suddenly come home to haunt you. I think, yeah, yeah. So I yeah. think you've got a great attitude.
2: Yeah, yeah. Gemma, but, I was thinking this is, as as a mum now, like this must have been a real. Well, I mean, Game of Thrones is a phenomenon, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's massive. You know, you, people recognise you all the time. But as a mother, how do you deal with that? Like, is that, do you ever think about that? Well, obviously you do. But do you ever sort of think how you, Frances is, you know, how she reacts to people being like, hey, can I get a selfie? Or, you know, people just must recognise you all the time. And then as a mother, that's such a strange thing. I don't thing.
1: really get recognised very often. Or people sort of double take, but they're not quite sure where they know me from. Often people uh. think they went to school with me. Or they'll say hey <laughs> like I'm a neighbour and then they'll sort of double take and go hey <gasps> hey oh oh hey Ooh. oh hey
0: ah and then <laughs> they walk away.
1: So it's, it's, it, it, I have strange interactions or occasionally okay. someone went past me in the park the other day and just went I love your work as they rode by. So well, it's nice, nice, but uh, like it's only happened occasionally when Francis has been with me, um, and occasionally there's been an s- instance where I'm on telly and I go oh look there's mummy. And she's just not interested. So, um, yeah, I don't think she really knows uh, or understands. And and certainly I'm not recognised left, right and centre. I live a pretty sort of uh, undisturbed uh, person, private life, really. But I think I've got a bit of a weird face that looks quite different in things. and
3: Yeah, I think you're a versatile character actress, Gemma. I think that's what you are. And in that sense, it's, it's much more difficult to people to place you. And that's yeah, yeah, I'm not placed I
1: easily, which I really like, because yeah. I don't want to be yeah, it's great. stuffed into a box no, of that I mean, person.
2: Must be hell.
1: But I'd love to tell you that I can barely go out these days, but it's, uh, it's not the <laughs> truth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned you were coming on the show to a couple of my friends, and they were like, oh, I love her. So that's what got well, me thinking nice. about... Yeah. Being a mum and, you know, being... I do think it's a a, a very difficult thing,
3: um, I would have thought, for people who are very famous. um, Yes. Who do get recognised all the time. I think that bringing a child up would be quite a challenge because the children's... I don't know how the children get a perception on the world. I'm sure they do. I'm sure people sort it out somehow. But it must be very, very hard. Do you get recognised like this? No, I don't, actually. Um, I don't. No, I don't. Um, there was a stage when I was probably doing too much and, you know, pe- people began to say, you know, like you, you are are you my next-door neighbour or you... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are You You know, did I go to school with you or, you know, and you go, no, I just don't think so, no. You no. used to pretend. You oh, used to
2: pretend that you no. weren't who you well, were. Well, I once... It was and news. you'd say, oh, that's very nice of you. Thank you, I'm deeply flattered. And then you'd <laughs> <laughs> <just>, you no, <know, laughs> you know, I did once have an experience on a
3: tube where um, I was sitting at the end of one a set of seats and a guy just suddenly... Slid down with his face like an inch away from mine, and he said, "I know you." Oh gosh, went, that's I'm, weird. I'm, oh, I don't. I said, "I don't think you do, actually." And I was absolutely terrified. I couldn't. I was, I was sort of like trapped. And he went, "No, no, no, no. I know you. You've been on television." And I said, do "You know what? I have such a problem. There's a woman who, who's, this bloody woman, who's been on television, and we look exactly alike." And I said, "And I just wish that she stopped being on television, because she said it's the bane of my life." And he went, "No." I said, "Yes." I said, "Everyone thinks I'm her, but I'm not." And he went, oh, what a shame. And he walked off. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he, he might have been about to offer you the, the movie of your life. Yeah. No, he was about half my age at that stage. Oh, but you could oh, have had a, okay.
2: you know, a toy boy. Could have done. A fan yeah, toy boy. Definitely could have done. Exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Gemma, so we we sort of try and look at all aspects of mothers and daughters and stuff. And um, what was your mum like when you were growing up? What was your relationship like? Because, I mean, we've tried to sort of kind of, when we do all all of these chats and stuff we we're, we're sort of desperately trying to look at our own relationship but then you really can't from an inside point of view yeah, yeah. It's, you yeah know it's very hard and we so we contradict what we think about each other and our relationship over and over again so mm-hmm. even during this has been a real discovery because one day we'll say oh yeah that's you and that's me and then the next day we'll go no that's not you that's me and it's just well how we yeah. didn't say that yesterday so it's so hard to yeah people know think what we're you're very
1: alike and actually we're not that's so interesting that's a really good way of putting it because often I'll be like I'll think, oh, that's you know, I wish I'd had a bit more of that in my life, and um, probably mum wasn't able to do whatever. And I'm like, oh, but my dad we had loads of brilliant times actually. And no, she did do, yeah, actually, no, it's fine. She is brilliant, and mm. and and so I think, yeah, it's it is sort of ever changing as as we change as we grow up, and we misremember things or we recall things fondly or not so much that you know, I don't know. But growing up, I am. Um, we lived in Leeds until I was about eight or nine, and I loved it. We had such a good time in Leeds. And um, I was brought, I was born in Leeds and brought up there until I was twelve. German, did I tell you that? Were you? Oh, I think.
2: Yeah, both of you.
1: I loved Leeds. I had loads of lovely little friends. I think my mum was quite settled there in the end. I think initially, when she had two children under two, it was quite a struggle for her because my dad was working. But um, mm. the, uh, we moved away. When I was eight and nine, when the, in 1989 when that awful recession happened. My dad yes. lost his job and they couldn't sell the house. It was a very stressful time. And we moved to Solihull um, in Birmingham. And actually, it, it, children are very adaptable. But I remember my mum being very, very unhappy and very worried about, you know, obviously she would be, as any mother would be, about our, our education, the family finances, having moved away mm-hmm. from everything she knows in Leeds and, and the little network mm. we had there. It was a very, very difficult time. But weirdly, I still remember it quite fondly. And what were your fond memories, Gemma? I, ju- I just remember we had lots of play sort of playtime and play dates and there, there'd always be cake when we came home from school and it just... I just small things that made it feel like a good, like on reflection. And we'd go to National Trust places and we'd take trips and and nice holidays in the summertime and stuff. I just remember it fondly. Idyllically. Where did you go after Leeds, Gemma? Solihull. Solihull. And yeah, yeah, for a few years there it was pretty tricky because my mum put us in just any old school she could, but she was so education-driven that there was quite a lot of pressure on my brother and I at, at one stage or another to pass our 11 plus and get into a private school so we'd have a really good education um which is i think my mum is questions her choices now but at the time it was so important to her and I, and i feel as as a mother now of frances i'm like i can see how important education is but i don't really want to push her down the, or not push her but put her into sort of an all girls private school unless that's what she absolutely mm-hmm. wants or we can afford at the time but i'd rather her have a bit more of a whole experience of a a, yes. a sort of co-ed uh comprehensive because uh even with what's going on now you know we, i didn't have really any black friends growing up or you know it, it's such a sort of closed world i think and i think there needs to be a lot more comprehensive education and that there's not so much segregation of, of sex and color i
2: agree i hope
1: that's all right to say it's such a difficult way to navigate at that house and my wording but i
2: know yeah but that's what it is all about. It's about teaching the younger generation from the get go. Yeah. Yes. And that's actually so interesting what you are saying about um like putting pressure on a child for like eleven plus and stuff. I babysat a couple of kids, um absolutely lovely kids, but you know, they're very elite and they, they um lived in this huge house and you know, but the, the kids were under just an insane amount of pressure mm. to get into the right schools and I just wonder whether at that stage of your life you should be well, I know that you know they'll probably achieve the most amazing things, but that pressure for any child yeah. is just astronomical. That fear and you know that worry about not doing as well as you your parents want you to do, and you know that the parent wants the best for the child. Because actually, what's shown is if you get into these places, you are going to end up obviously better off, and you are going to be in a better position in life to get the job you want. Yeah, and I understand why mothers do that, but that is just is such a fine line to tread. So you've never mm. really done that for would, me. Would. What? what? <laughs> Are you listening? Are you here? <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to have you in the room, please. Yeah, it was a long sentence. This is a sleep. Yeah, <laughs> this has gone to bed. It was a long um, sentence. <laughs> Sorry, it, it, but all it is. right, you speak very yeah, long just, sentences. Just but, really? I'm just saying that you never really put insane pressure on I think me. I didn't put enough though. No, I agree on that, but I do think i mean, think I used to I'm, say, I'm, I'm well happier. done for passing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, other parents, well, some parents I done scene. for crawling through. Yeah, exactly, God, I'd, I'd get a C and she'd be like, God, that's fantastic.
3: Well, I just, I don't know why, I, I didn't really want to put any pressure on them, but I think on the other hand, there does come a point, I remember when Libby was doing swimming classes in London, and, and like, you know, I turned up and there she was with the school, and she just, she was mouthing to me, I want to go home. And mm. all the other children were keenly, queuing up I thought oh for god's sake yeah. just do it but it's like I don't know I sort of caved in you know and I wonder if I you know you even now you look back and you think did I make the right decision then you know and
1: it's all just based on it's based on the, the here moment, and now really. exactly exactly and that's why they're really yeah it's there can't be scramble. any regrets because how you felt on the day and you made the best decision on the day and at the end of the day hopefully everyone is trying to do their best yeah yeah and
3: I also think that um it's uh it it's it must be very hard for mothers bringing up their children on their own when you've got yeah. a partner i think it's very different if they if they back you up and substantiate you know and as long as you're being you know reasonable and not controlling then i think that that's a perfect upbringing really two parents kind of um, you know, managing it together so that, that one parent doesn't feel the stress of the discipline and doesn't feel the stress of the finances and the stress of bringing yeah. up children. It's, it, it, you know, I, I, I'm I so um, in awe of parents who bring up their children, you know, single-handedly because I oh, think it's yeah. the, the hardest job in the world to have a job, to do it well, to be solid and consistent and, and give them love. I and mean, I have such admiration for them, I really do. Having a
1: sounding board, you know, having a sounding board as your co-parent, you know, just to... Talk about your decisions about for the child and how you you know. It's even nice just going. Well, I don't mind, but check with your dad. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. nice that or, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a luxury, isn't yeah. it, to have that? It's a luxury, I think. And um,
3: if life pans out that way, and and you had that with your parents. Um, well, sadly, your dad died um, two years three. ago, just over two years ago, didn't he? Yeah. Well, no, three years actually. Yeah. So, um, that's that's been quite. Tough, hasn't it, uh, bringing Francis into the world?
1: Yeah, it has been. I think you and I have discussed before that grief sort of changes and gets mm. worse, and then levels out. And but there's lots, I suppose, that I feel he's not seeing. But you know, again, I, mm. I really feel like going back to what we we're saying, but back to the quote of this uh, podcast actually, that like I feel like he, I feel like he left me equipped. He left me equipped, and he left me in a state of mind and body and independence that i was absolutely going to be fine and he knew that and i knew that yeah and i miss him desperately but i know that that was that was the the unfolding of events that was you know his path but i do feel that he left me with the tools um to manage mentally that's a
3: magnificent gift to get to, to leave you I think your mother did as well. Really.
1: Yes, absolutely. I think together they, uh, mm. they managed to wrestle a couple of decent kids into the world, and me and my brother. I think we're, we're all right.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
3: are, Largely.
1: Gemma. You are all right.
2: <laughs> right, I think I'm out of questions. Have you got any more? Um, well, I was just gonna. I was fascinated because Gemma was. Um, I thought a standout
3: performance in Emma, the film oh, recently, um, directed by the um, quote Bill Nye rock chick director. And um oh, yeah, I da, love that Autumn de Wilde. And I and I yeah, it was great. And and um, I just wondered what Autumn de Wilde was actually like. Uh, the name in itself is exotic Isn't it? and yeah. fascinating. Um, I mean, she's such. What was she like to work incredible with?
1: Incredible woman. Um, she was a real a real actors director. If that's Possible mm. to translate? God, that's just irresistible. She was just really—I mean, she she shot a lot, and we went over time a lot, but she was a, a complete perfectionist, and she you know, she came from a photography background. She, she sort of used she photographed prints for goodness sake. I mean, she was in all of the best sort of amazing, oh, wow. magical musical yeah. pockets over the years, so photographing the absolute legends of our time, mm. and you know, she, she so. The art of photography and the art of framing—you know—it's every frame had to be perfect in the movie, which it is. I think it's exquisite yeah. to look at, but it took a long mm. time to achieve. Well, it, was, it, it was
2: a feast for the eyes. It
3: was. It was. It was like. A, it was yeah, like a really art gallery. It really, was. Was. It, was, um, it was
1: beautiful. It was just. It was really nice to be around someone who was such a, an, an artist, and I think she was. She's certainly been brought up in a way that was. Totally unconventional. It was, a, I think, in her own words, she would call it a hippie upbringing. She's got a daughter called Arrow. Does she? Yeah. Oh, that's I think amazing. That's sort
3: of why Bill Nye. I think that doesn't do period, but that he he actually goes he's, he he goes on um public statements sort of saying the only reason I did it was because yeah. of Autumn de Wild and her take on how he how she was going to uh, film it and tell the yeah. story. Um, and of course he's a bit of a rock yeah. chick himself well chick chicket whatever you call no, a man no a man rock isn't rock. a
2: chick well, he's a rock a dude. something I don't he's know. a rock dude maybe no rock, he's a rock and roll
3: well rock and roll man
2: well that, that works That is is a rock yeah, and roll works. man a
3: very old fashioned thing to say <laughs> you know like, guys so um, he sort of made the movie
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry yeah sorry just, just trying to come up with a trying
3: to come up with a um, yeah it, uh, he that. and
1: bill and autumn got on so well so yeah it was a there was a great deal yeah. of and and Bill was so funny in it he, I think he obviously felt a great deal of freedom under her wing of um direction and it was a, a, it was very nice to observe two rock stars together Yes he's
3: very mischievous He's really mischievous I love him yeah, He's great he, He's very mischievous yeah
2: we yeah. love you, Gemma, as well, and all your work. We love your work, Gemma. You're going from strength to
3: strength, yeah. and I'm very proud that um, I've worked with you and I've I've known you for. Are we lucky? Are we lucky to um,
1: afford this great friendship over the years? We are very to, lucky. It's yeah. really really nice, yeah, and and, and same to you. Yeah. Just a huge admirer <laughs> yeah. of your work and what you do and how you conduct yourself. I often find myself on sets thinking about you and how you would conduct yourself and how you would have prepared and stuff. You're such a person who prepares and is ready with suggestions and front footed. I, I really admire Well that's
3: great of you to say, but one has to be careful, doesn't one, actually making suggestions. It's only when a director like the direct the movie I did uh, before Christmas, uh the, the movie about Mark starring Romola Garay, um she came to us and said, I want suggestions. I want ideas. But sometimes you, you offer up yeah but you offer up something to a director and it's like, oh my God, I wish yeah, I had a little bit more than yeah, little bit of a little bit of
2: a I wish <laughs> You do, yeah. yeah. But Gemma, thank you so, so much for coming on, honestly, like taking the time and chatting to us. And it's an absolute, it's a genuinely honour to have you on with everything you've done and just doing our little podcast. So thank you. Oh,
1: I've enjoyed it so much. I could chat all day. Oh, so could we. It's so nice to catch up with you both. And Luke on on tech. Yes, Luke on tech. (laughs) Love
3: him on tech. That was the marvellous Gemma Whelan. And hopefully I will get there next year to see her on the stage. Yeah, yeah. yeah if she's not busy doing something else.
2: Well, she will be. She will She'll be. She'll be busy doing so many but things. But I hope
3: I can see her on it, yeah.
2: You will? Yeah. yeah. Ow, God. Oh, Livvy. Did you bow no <laughs> Oh, Bunny, do you want you to me get... better? No, I absolutely do not. Okay. Thank you, I can I rub my s- own head. I thought you said you wanted to lean on me. No, I would like to stand on my own two feet. I was just right. sort of doing it for comedy okay. purposes. All right, well, sorry to even come near no, you. No, okay, rub it. Just gonna put some ice on it. Do you want me to it? get the ice? Yeah. Okay, darling, okay. I got that. The mother-daughter manual was painfully hosted and created by Felicity Montague and Olivia Nixon. Produced by Luke Nixon. Original music by George Montague. And this was a Snipper Nixon production.